Om Jnana Timirandhasya Jnana Jana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha With the uh, intention of increasing our understanding of Krishna consciousness, clearing various doubts, and uh, helping us all to advance on the path of loving service to Sri Krishna, attainment of devotional service to whom is the ultimate goal of life. Can we leave that window open? If you don't like to sit there, you can come up here. If, he, if it's too cold, he can come and sit here. So, questions please. You wanted to ask, you wanted to say something about... Yes, after I can First question, which was asked yesterday. Uh, now there are many books printed in ISKCON that signed as... Uh, by, by Gaur Govinda Maharaj means his books mm-hmm. are, are they authoritative should we read them Wisconsin question huh? mm. uh, I don't think you'll find anything that's uh, shastrically deficient in the <coughs> but uh, some of it might be above the general level of understanding of most devotees as I was saying this morning, I would like to emphasize making our foundation very strong. Seeing the way that uh, Prabhupada taught us, uh, I'd like to see that we concentrate on uh, understanding the basic philosophy of Krishna consciousness. In general, uh, for, for, for most devotees, I would recommend thorough study of Bhagavad Gita as it is. Because otherwise, sometimes what happens if we we often see that devotees, they, they start to hear mostly about Krishna's intimate pastimes and they, they, they actually float or they, they seem to go into some kind of dream world. So, um, although Krishna Leela is obviously the, the highest goal, it requires some qualification to understand these discussions of rasa and so many things. Even you see there are books just like translated from the Jiva Goswami and uh, you know they're written by our uh, original Sampradaya Acharyas but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's meant for everyone to read previously these books were handwritten letter by letter it wasn't that a complete neophyte could just walk into an ISKCON bookshop and pick up a book on the intimate pastimes of Radha and Krishna it was never meant for so. Yeah. So certain books were never meant for mass distribution. Bhaktivinoda Thakur said he thought it would be better if all the Rasa Shastras were taken out of the world and destroyed. But what an extreme statement. But he said they've been so misused and so misunderstood that it's better they weren't in the world at all. So uh, actually there's so many books being published now in English, in Russian. But it's not necessarily that all the books that are being circulated in ISKCON are very helpful for our spiritual advancement. Only if they uh, strictly follow Guru, Sadhu and Shastra can can they be uh, understood to be actually beneficial for our advancement. So there are some books which are very strange, you might have noticed. Did you notice? Maybe you didn't 
There's so many books, maybe you didn't read. You should make uh, Prabhupada's books the, the basis of your study. Is it is it necessary to listen to Prabhupada Bhajan's whole lectures while taking prasadam? Uh, this is this is a very strange question. I mean, it's not that you're going to fall down from devotional service if you don't. То есть, So, strange question. It's neither necessary for digestion or what? I mean, what's the purpose of the question? I don't understand. It's nice to do so, but it's not necessary. What awaits devotee um, who is uh, attached? Uh, what awaits a devotee who is attached, who is more attached to reading newspapers than Srila uh, Prabhupada's books? Well, if you read Srila Prabhupada's books, you should be able to answer that question without asking me. <coughs> who reads Prabhupada's books? Okay, give the answer. Anyone can give the answer. So what happens, Gram means village, so you'll, what awaits you is, uh, you'll take birth again in a village. It's obvious. Mm. Some uh, paintings of uh, Krishna are situated on the wall behind the sofa. Uh, and we're sitting back right here at home. Mm. And we and uh, we are sitting with our backs uh, to to the wall, mm. to the to the uh, pictures of Radha Krishna, Lakshmi Narayan, Shiva Prabhupada, spiritual master. Is it also offensive? Because there is no more space mm. for uh, the paintings to put. Yeah. No, it's nice to have pictures of Krishna in our homes. If they're if you're sitting and they're behind you, but they're directly above, that's fine. Although the paintings are also, in one sense, not different from Krishna, but in this, we, we don't treat them in exactly the same way as worship deities. Then, as regards this okay, lead, leading kirtan, who should lead the kirtan? Mm. So, you want to ask the question? Yeah, in which way? Well, anyway. So, <laughs> uh, say to me in English. Group of devotees. Arati also, who should lead the art, who should perform the art. Well, generally, the uh, if we're talking about in the temple, usually they're fixed pujaris. Um, Prabhupada said about the Guru Puja once there was Prabhupada was present with several uh, sannyasis, and a non-sannyasi offered the. Guru Puja. Arati was performed by. No, Guru Puja. It was performed by a non sannyasi while there were several sannyasis present. Yeah, yeah, but Guru Puja means uh, he was singing or he was offering Arati? No. Offering, offering the Arati. So it's sannyasi. So Srila Prabhupada said there are several sannyasis present. Why is a junior man offering the Arati? Okay, it's time to move up again. As I had predicted, more people would come. Hare Krishna. You see, I, I have mystic powers. I can foresee the future. <laughs> I am a mystic guru. 
similarly with uh, leading kirtan, um, generally preference is given to those who are more senior present. And if there are more senior devotees present, then they should be given first preference. But if they don't want to, then others may do so. Even for some reason they don't want to. So I, I've count kind of taken over leading the kirtans here. <laughs> the Mongol Arati and Sandhya Arati. No. I hope you don't mind, but I thought you might like it because I'm not with you that much. Maybe for Guru Puja we could have some of the senior men sing. We, how many days do we have left? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Three days left. Who are the senior men here? Any volunteers among the senior devotees? Sriman, you'd like to lead one day? Tomorrow? Guru Puja? Yourself? What does that mean? Is that an Indian or a Russian? Russian. Shake of the head. That means no, you're busy doing other things. Oh, maybe. Actually, maybe. Raghunath could leave tomorrow morning, or he's going to be busy running around with the last minute uh, initiation candidates. Is it? Oh, you want to lead, sing the Guru Puja tomorrow morning? And then uh, Saturday morning? Subbotu tada Sunday morning. А воскресенье утром. They are living. They will live on Saturday. Oh, okay. All right. Anyone else? Guru, Guru. Yeah, that's another consideration. If someone's a good singer, you might want to give them some preference also. Okay, either Sankirtan Guru or Acharya Ratna. You can sort it out between them. All right, I, I think you're going to have to move in more because still more people are going to come. I can, I can predict by my mystic powers. May your disciples read Venu Gita by Shivaram Swami. Well, I discussed this book with Shivaram Maharaj actually, and he said that it's presented in a manner which is uh, supposed to be uh, at the same time presenting the beauty of Krishna Leela without uh, presenting it in a manner that might be so esoteric as to be misleading. So yeah, you may read that. But again, our our basic reading subject matter should be this uh, Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, Nectar of Devotion and teachings of Lord Chaitanya. Um, being devoted, um, take me- medicine, mm-hmm. uh, actually, take medicine, herbal, herbal medicine, uh, which includes alcohol, spirits. And it's better not to, especially if it's very strong spirits. Uh, it's, for medical purposes, theoretically, one can take anything. No. <laughs> and Srila Prabhupada even recommended for Western devotees in India for helping their digestion one kind of medicine uh, which contains alcohol. Spirit. 
But if you can find some other suitable medicine without, that is better, without alcohol, that is better. And considering our previous past habits, we should be very careful. I know of two devotees who started taking herbal medicines with alcohol and actually became addicted to it. Alcoholics on herbal medicine. So be careful. Uh, if a devotee who is distributing prasadam touches with a spoon, touches a plate with a spoon, is it a serious neglect to, uh, of the rules and regulations concerning prasadam distribution? Well, it's a mistake, but you don't want to, you know, make a big, a very big fuss about it. Yeah. He should go and wash the spoon and wash his hands and then continue serving. But this is a point I see again. It's, it's a very basic point which many of our devotees don't seem to know. That when we're serving, we don't, don't touch the spoon to the plate. We don't touch the spoon to prasadam on the plate. No. And the prasad which is on the spoon also shouldn't touch the prasadam on the plate. It should be served from slightly above. If even the prasad on the spoon touches the prasadam on the plate, that's considered uh, that that the whole thing becomes utishta or remnants. So there are very uh, actually strict there are strict rules for serving prasadam. In his book, Shiksha Outside of Iskon, Shivaram Maharaj uh, criticized a present situation when Guru um, accepts disciples all over the world, as uh, in this case, in, in, this, in such a case, disciples have no ability, are not able to, to often associate with their spiritual master, and they do not uh, develop enough faith in him, uh, which is an obstacle in spiritual life. Is, it, uh, is this criticism correct? Uh, what should disciples do? Is this book authoritative or not? I, I wanted to discuss this point and other points about a guru-disciple relationship on Saturday morning in class. So if I, if I neglect to cover this particular point in that class, then please ask me again after the class. Is whoever asked that question going to be present on Saturday? I have a desire to visit Holy Dharma in India, but I don't have any—I don't have any financial means to do it. What should I do? Yes. You are not the only one. <laughs> there are many devotees in that situation, especially in South America. So many. Because it's uh, most of the countries in South America, their economic condition is similar to that of Russia. It means most people are just struggling to get by, and it's also uh, much further than Russia. So the airfares cost even more. So what to do in such a situation? Well, one thing you can do is to uh, take it advantage of those facilities that we do have. Um, in the place where you live? Yeah. Uh, in one sense, uh, a temple of Krishna is non-different from the holy dham, where the, the essence of the dham is the presence of the Lord 
the presence of his devotees and the activity of devotional service beginning with hearing and chanting. Shall I say that again? No. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So uh, we can uh, intensify our efforts in devotional service even in our own homes, what to speak of in, in the temples. Another thing is that we can take advantage of these festivals which are held in our own countries, just like in Russia. We may not be able to go to Mayapur festival, but there are quite a lot of blissful Krishna conscious festivals held in Russia throughout the year. And we can take advantage, oh sorry, we can, um, we can meditate in separation upon the holy dhams and thus live in the dhams in spirit. The Prabhupada noted in one purport, he gave a list of of several famous devotees, such as Narottam Das, who didn't, most of their lives, they didn't specifically live in the dhams, such as Navadip or Vrindavan Dham. But Srila Prabhupada noted that um, they always, although not physically living in the dham, they lived in the dham by their strong spirit of devotional service. And Srila Prabhupada noted that such uh, persons as Narottam Das are certainly far more exalted than people who are physically uh, living, for instance, in, in Vrindavan, but their consciousness is like that of a hog or a dog. So we should have faith that when we chant the holy names of Krishna, that is complete and perfect and we can go back to Godhead by following this process. There are several devotees, Prabhupada's disciples, who uh, they never went to the dham, but living in a remote place in Canada, for instance, they executed devotional service throughout their lives. And by the, the manner that they left their body, it was apparent that uh, they certainly attained the supreme destination. So, uh, certainly, if we have the means, we should try to visit the Holy Dham. At the same time, we should understand that simply buying a ticket will not let us into the Dham. It is a matter of consciousness. When my consciousness is purified from all desires for sense gratification and is thus purified, then only I will be able to see the actual dham of Vrindavan. So if we have the chance, by all means go. If not, we should understand that this is Krishna's plan Krishna. and continue to serve uh, the holy dham by chanting the name of Krishna, understanding that Krishna is his name and the whole dham is present and we just have to go on chanting and we shall realize. That. Yeah, if evening kirtan is getting late on Sunday, on Sunday program, uh, what should Pujari do? Should he close the deities uh, and let devotees sing uh, with a closed altar or he should leave the altar open and uh, take the deities to bed half an hour or hour later than usual? Uh, in general in these matters the temple Pujari should take guidance from the temple president uh, and then again in general the, the deities they should have their fixed times and it shouldn't be 
the devotee should adjust to the deities rather than vice versa. Srila Prabhupada sometimes allowed that uh, in some temples, on Sundays and on big festival days, when many people are coming for darshan, that he would allow the, the te- temple darshan to remain open late or sometimes even all day. Mm-hmm. In many seminars, uh, devotees describe uh, that we should chant Mahamantra attentively. And one of the means to attain this attentive chanting is continuous uh, chanting of Mahamantra. But sometimes devotees, they interrupt their chanting. I mean, continuous means without interruption, mm-hmm. chanting all 16 lines. Sometimes devotees interrupt their japa. Is it good or not? If as much as possible, if you can arrange that your chanting is undisturbed, that is very nice. But sometimes there may be some disturbance. If the house is burning down and you think, well, first I have to finish my rounds and then I'll call the fire brigade afterwards, that would not be very intelligent. To give an extreme example. But you get the idea. How to keep a balance, that requires some intelligence and some intelligent discrimination. How to avoid um, crises in devotional service. And how to avoid uh, being, how to avoid apathy, apathy or lethargy. Well, we can try and make various arrangements, but we are not controlling Maya. (coughs) So the only way to overcome Maya is by taking shelter of Krishna. (coughs) Whichever way the question is asked, and it's asked in various ways, how can we overcome Maya? The only answer is to take shelter of Krishna. How to overcome apathy? Have plenty of service. Have some uh, service. I'm fixed service. I have to do this service. There's no reason to be apathetic. Apathetic means we're in Maya. Krishna consciousness is blissful. Why should we become apathetic? So take up more and more service. You could uh, start distributing. If you're not distributing Srila Prabhupada's books, do so. Why be apathetic? People are going to hell. Why not help them by distributing Prabhupada's books? Uh, with whom of your uh, spiritual, with, with whom of your god brothers you have uh, deep friendly relations, <laughs> relationships? Uh, what what are your relations with other Iskon gurus? I think this question came up last year also. Is it? My closest friend since practically the day I joined is Jananda Prabhu. You don't know him. <coughs> but uh, I don't see much of him these days. <laughs> no vision. He's mostly on Australia side. Australia, Malaysia, New Zealand. But we have a very strong link which doesn't diminish even though we don't see each other very much. So I have many good friends. But I don't think you know most of them. <laughs> I can say their names, some of them, if you like. Basu Ghosh, Yashomatinandana, Manida, Mahadyuti, we don't know any of them. Sometimes it's difficult to... Uh, they can't, they can't catch the pronunciation. So oh, that's you have to rationalize it, is it? <laughs> rationalize it. <laughs> and then uh, in India, among the... Iskon Gurus, I, more than others, I see Jaipitaka Maharaj, Banu Maharaj, Gopal Krishna Maharaj, then uh, Radha Govinda Maharaj, Bhakti Srub Dhamada Maharaj, like this. 
I'm I'm from a different mandala. I'm from from a different circle, you know. I'm not really part of the European scene. I come from another dimension. Means I'm mostly in India. Tejas Prabhu, I recently renewed. Ah, there are so many. Guru Maharaj, in a lecture, I heard that a woman is ten times more powerful than men and ten times more virtuous than men. Why then in Krishna consciousness uh, the woman is treated in such a, what do you say, neglect, neglectful way? Not exactly neglectful, but... Subordinate? No, it's kind of yeah, neglect. Demeaning? Demeaning? Which means like to put them down or something? Not, not exactly. As if not, not caring. Yeah, I can be neglectful. Neglectful. I never heard they were ten times more virtuous or ten times more powerful. What is stated by uh, Chanakya and Prabhupada quote is that is, uh, this is not a very popular one, but it's nine times more lusty. <laughs> so it's not a very popular quote, but it is the, as the topic came up, I'm quoting it. Now there are different statements in Shastra. In some places women are highly praised and in other places condemned. So it will depend on the uh, behavior of the woman whether she's virtuous and deserves to be praised or otherwise. Finish that. Um, now, Prabhupada has written that uh, women are more powerful than men. And he gave the example that uh, even though one Caesar could control so many men, and one Cleopatra could control him. Now, um, the main obstacle in spiritual advancement is sexual attraction. And women excite sexual attraction in men. Shastras are actually uh, traditionally taught to men. The, the men, brahmacharis, they go to Gurukul. Women don't go. The brahmachari hears from the guru and then later whatever he teaches to his wife. And women also, as young girls, they, throughout their lives, they, they're at home, they hear Mahabharat, Ramayana, Puranas, like this. So, uh, women are not supposed to be neglected, they're supposed to be most highly respected. But at the same time, they're supposed to be protected, which means somewhat subdued. Otherwise, um, in a society in which that c control is not there, then it becomes chaotic, as we see in modern life. Modern society cannot be conducive to spiritual life because it is based on increasing the sex interaction rather than controlling it. So, uh, women are advised to be shy and submissive, and men are enjoined to be uh, highly respectful. The, the address, Mother Mataji, is an address of great respect. It's often difficult for uh, the Matajis in the Western world to understand this because they're brought up in a society which is quite different. But uh, basically, unless they've been totally filled up with, uh, with feminist ideology, most women or young girls, they desire a husband who will look after them, shelter them and provide for them. But as Prabhupada explained, uh, no man will want to take the trouble of doing so unless his unless the wife is submissive to him. You take the trouble? No man will want to take the trouble 
of uh, looking after a family unless there's some pleasure in it, unless the wife's, you know, pleasing to him. Anyway, it's a big topic. It's better you go to Gauri Mataji's seminar. If I say these things, even though Prabhupada said it and stated in Shastra, you'll just think I'm a woman hater. So if you hear it from Gauri because she happens to be in a woman's body, you might just remember that we're not these bodies also. But if you hear it from her, then there's more chance of you accepting. There are only these two questions now? Please tell us some uh, very important uh, story connected with you and Srila Prabhupada. Very important for you. Which is very important for you. Once upon a time, there was a dog wandering the streets of England who, although he had attained a human form, had didn't understand that and was still in dog consciousness. And because Srila Prabhupada has come to save the most fallen, then uh, Krishna directed his mercy to fall upon that dog in human form. And by Krishna's arrangement, that dog in human form got one beautiful book about Krishna written by Srila Prabhupada with descriptions of how beautiful is Krishna, how kind is Krishna, how we are all connected to Krishna. So, that's it in brief. The details you can fill in yourself. Sometimes it's difficult to chant the holy name. It's so difficult that it frightens. Uh, what should we do? How to stop this? What's the reason for this? How should we properly treat treat this? And uh, uh, what is the what is the improper attitude towards this? When the holy name is chanted, when it's difficult, when it's hard to chant the holy name and there is no taste, uh, uh, it appears that we are not making any progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, is that is that so? There is no result of our chanting. Is that so? Spiritual asthma. Yeah. Just духовная такая asthma. Can't breathe. Can't chant. Yes. Serious situation. Somehow or other, we have to chant. Uh, I can suggest that we express our difficulty to another devotee and ask them to chant with us. And uh, if we're not with anyone else, then just pray, pray, pray. Somehow or other, we have to force ourselves to chant. Just like somehow or other, if we have asthma, we have to, somehow or other, we have to breathe, otherwise we're finished. So also we should know that somehow or other we have to chant, otherwise we're finished. In Vrindavan, when we were performing Govardhan Parikram, Bhakti Vishwambu Madhav Maharaj uh, told us that we cannot take Govardhan Ashilas without permission of our spiritual master. Will you allow your disciples with second initiation worship Govardhan Shila? I'd have to see the individual case. 
Too many times I see devotees take up deity worship very whimsically. They take it up for some weeks or months and then they become tired and they don't want to do it anymore. So we'll see in each individual case. Uh, can we have uh, deities of Lord Jagannath at home? How to worship him, them properly? It's, it's practically the same question. So. Yeah. Every devotee has his own speed of spiritual progress, uh, his own speed of increasing his standards. Uh, what's the criteria for, pro- for the proper speed uh, so that we will not get in, into the accident if the speed is too high or something? Uh, uh, I don't know this gradient. Gradient means the slope. Yeah, but in this way it's... Oh. Just ask the first part if you can understand. Yeah, and uh, in order to make the steady progress in Krishna consciousness, uh, we should choose the proper gradient, maybe proper speed, how to do it properly. Just follow this basic process. Rise early, follow all the basic practices that Srila Prabhupada has given us. On top of that, we should, as well, we should associate with devotees, engaging in preaching activities as much as possible. Take only prasadam, don't take karmi food. Karmi. So this is minimum for a serious devotee. So if uh, if you're not doing these things, then you're on a downward slope, downward gradient. So as Prabhupada said, Krishna consciousness is simple for the simple. Krishna gives intelligence to us uh, what to do and how to do in his service. Of course, in the neophyte stage, we require guidance. So it's good to take guidance. And advice from mature devotees also. Generally, if we're generally if we're not following very properly, or there's some defect in the way we're following, then devotees should be kind enough to point that out to us and give us friendly advice to make some adjustment. All right, Hare Krishna.